and welcome to Britpop Banter. Uh, this is episode 8. My name is Kevin Dodd. This is Leslie. Hi. <laughs> Feels weird to be doing this in the morning. It's, it does. It's, uh, we normally record these after work and we're doing this in broad daylight. This is it's bizarre. With a glass With of water. water. Yeah, uh, doesn't feel right. I've already had my coffee. Have you had a coffee I've yet? had a coffee. Yeah, see? But, so. Yeah, so apologies if it's not as... Oh, I don't know. Coffee. Ruckus. Ruckus. <laughs> it's not wrong. Apologies for Liz is not being uh, as drunk as she usually is. Uh, all right, so plugs uh, at Britpop Banter on Facebook and Twitter. And you can email us, BritpopBanter at gmail.com. Uh, questions, feedback, and drop us a rating. We got our first rating. Did we? We did. We got our first review. Let me read it for you. Uh, and then I'll get into a disclaimer. It's from Chris Monroe. Uh, he actually has a, a podcast as well And last week uh, We covered Sleeper the Egg Girl He has an episode about that album as well oh, Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah So um, go and have a listen to his stuff It's called Soundtrack to a Life Podcast And he said uh, Argue about old indie bands? Why not, right? The hosts are charming Obviously he's put the, the S there I don't know why he's put plural He's talking about me No, he's talking about me Yeah yeah, whatever. For sure. The hosts are charming, their dynamic is very listenable, and old Britpop records are such a great subject matter. Listen to each episode, then listen to the album they're discussing. You deserve such fine things. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. That's lovely. That's nice. It is nice. Uh, so a good way to start off the podcast. Disclaimer then, all views expressed on this podcast are 100% our own. And while we do poke some at fun bands and artists, we appreciate the talent and sacrifice to create the albums we talk about. Last week's was Sleep Park, the girl. Mm. How do you feel about that? I really enjoyed it, talking about that album. It was. Yeah. It was. And I, you know, I've actually listened to that episode and the album quite a bit since then. Yeah. Which is quite unusual, as you know, but it's a great album. Yeah. And I really liked the, the episode as well. And it was quite, I think it's quite timely, given all what's this, happening. What's yeah. all happening with Sleeper at the moment, um, as well, with the release of the new album. and. So I'll talk about that, yeah. because... So one correction from last week, I said they don't have a Twitter. I was completely wrong, and I apologise. So they do. It's at Sleeper Tweeting, um, and I'll, I've corrected that. They Did you hear about what happened with the Pledge music? Yes. Issue? That's sad. So in case you don't know what happened, um, Pledge music, you give money um, to them, and they sort of fund the bands. And they, the bands in return give you early access to material, interviews, you know, signed lyrics, all this sort of stuff. And so all these people contributed towards making the, the new album with Pledge Music. And the money's gone. Sleeper never got the money. Oh, and the customers, oh. the actual people, the fans who, who, you know, pledged all this music got nothing. So where did the money go? Well, this is the thing. This is, this is happening right now that... Um, Pledge have, have sent out a statement saying that they're working on refunds for everyone, but they haven't. No one's got anything, and then they have to, unfortunately, as a fan, turn and swivel chair to Sleeper Direct and pay the money again for the content they were expecting through Pledge. So it's it's really sad. Like there's a yeah. lot of tweets out there where people are really angry because some of the stuff you get, like one of the the top love, like you can pledge all these different um, values of money, and one of them was to have a, a listening party with Sleeper. Oh, how cool would that be? Exactly, and now nothing. So it's it's kind of sad that that's happened. However, in good news, Sleeper are number one in hardware, so vinyl. They're number one in Brilliant. the UK charts on vinyl, which is well done. Out. Yeah, congratulations. Um, so you that's could all... clap, Kev. Well, claps on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I guess the other thing we should talk about we put we talked about last week the first track on an album like on the It Girl right and it was Lie Detector versus Feeling Peaky we put the survey up what happened Liz? oh I think I smashed you <laughs> I think that's what happened do you remember the score? like it finished today yeah it was like 90% I think 91% Boom! So you didn't I, stand a chance I know a 1 in 10 why people do you, why do you never listen? I don't you know what I'm wrong but I you know I still like Feeling Peaky's okay. album although I'm in the minority you in the 9% you're going to enjoy yourself <laughs> we'll listen to the Spotify version and be happy um, so yeah you won that poll you also won another one Amazing. A massive thank you to all listeners out there and everyone who took part in that, that vote. I am forever grateful. You are. And just thank you so much. And it just highlights to me how amazing the public are. <laughs> I think it was my wording of the survey, to be honest. So that if anyone remembers, we talked about the Tom Jones Reload album and Leslie stupidly went, oh, I'll listen to it if people want me to. And... I don't know, I think it was the wording of the survey because I said, you know, Les said, you know, do you want to um, make me listen to Tom Jones? And I was like, yes, it'll be funny. No, no one deserves that. And so I think it was the wording of the, the survey that got you the no No one does deserve that, though. 56% of people said no. <sighs> you dodged a Tom Jones bullet. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Uh, yeah, so, but... In saying that, though, the timing of this episode's about if you still want Leslie to listen. No! <laughs> no, that ship has sailed. Send a really nice tweet that to Pop Banta. No, don't. We talked about the, Tom, the top ten career killers. You remember the, what number ten was, of course? It was the Roses. But we're not going to go there again because you'll... Well, like, we might actually. I've got some... Oh, you, you, yeah, you're going to try and... Def- some content about that. Fine. But we talked about um, Blind Melon with Rain. And you had never heard it. Yeah, you? and you wouldn't sing it to me. So I was like, what's that song? I can't. It's because it's hard to sing. Not that hard. Sometimes. But you didn't know it. No, I know of the song. Uh, I don't yeah. know who Blind Melon are, but now I know who they are. Yeah. So, and that's uh, that song was massive and then nothing. So, um, anyway, we talked about you gave me some uh, one-liners last week, and you asked me about two bands that I don't think I saw because that's the trouble with the one-liners. I catch we catch each other off guard, and then sometimes you walk away and you go, "I wish I'd said that." And you never give a one-liner. It should be called Britpop Paragraphs. I <laughs> care. Well, yeah, it's probably going to feed into this one. Uh, So, you gave me Shed 7. I don't think I gave them enough. I talked about how much I loved them. But I saw uh, Shed 7 for the very first time supporting... Do you remember? It was uh, was my my first ever concert at the SECC. Oh, I do know this. Hold on, hold on. Oh, that band, that... Oh, no, no, no. Aerosmith. There you go, you got it one. Yeah. <laughs> you were so excited. I was so excited. Oh, so that was, oh, don't what? wanna close my eyes. Awful. Uh, so they, that was on the Nine Lives tour. And Shed 7 was supporting Aerosmith. It was awesome. And Shed 7 were supporting Aerosmith is not a sentence I ever thought I'd hear No, myself and say. when you look at because they, they did this massive tour. And the Phonics also supported them as well, yeah. So we just ended up with Shed 7. I remember hearing the song Dolphin live. And I went... I need to find out more about this band and that took me off uh, into the Maximum High album and I've just liked them ever since. We talked about Elastica. Yes. uh, And how much we we liked their uh, first album. Did you listen to the second album, The Menace? 
It was at the end. It was right on the 2000 mark. Yeah, I have listened to it. It's not... It's not a great album, is it? It's okay. So, uh, they have massive regrets over uh, releasing that album. Oh, do they? Yeah, huge. It's not that bad. It's not great when you when you sort of compare it. So, I just wanted to, to sort of point out, I talked about, you know, that I loved the original album. The Menace, though, nah, not for me. Probably shouldn't have released it. Oofed. Controversial, eh? Oh, dear, dear, dear. No, nah, but it's not good. Okay. It's, it's not good. Uh, you At talk- least it's you for once saying it, not me. Oh, yeah, but this, yeah, fair enough. The Shed 7, you had a go about the Victoria song. Mm. And you're horrible. Victoria, Victoria. Horrible. It's a great song. It's not. It is. I'm not changing my rating on the album. I, I love it. It's great. And that song, I don't know what you're banging on about. Don't pull that face. Okay, can um, can everybody go and have a listen to that song? Sure. And then just let us know what, what your thoughts are. Perfect. You're wrong. Uh, i got some other music that's come in this week. The Phonics have a new song. Oh, do they? Yeah, I got the notification this morning. So the song's called Chaos from the Top Down. I got it this morning. I haven't had a chance to listen to it, which means, though, there's new music coming from the Phonics. Which well, let's is good. listen to it and then we can talk about it in the next well, because episode. We're running out of new albums to listen to, all right? So we've got, I think, about four or five left. We need new music to listen to. So if there's some new uh, sort of Britpop or indie-related albums that you want us to, to go through, uh, send us a tweet, let us know what we'll listen to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, easy. Uh, what were your What was your homework? Um, what did you have to listen to? Reef. Why are you giving me that horrible face? Because uh, oh, it's got to be the worst hour of my life. Oh, that's um, harsh. I'm telling you, ultrasound. Right. Okay. So let's. Can we start with ultrasound? Yeah. Because go on. it's happy. Okay. Okay. Go on. So. So this is ultrasound. Real Britannia. Real Britannia. Yeah. Yep. Really enjoyed it. Right. Um, that's good. Six Wait, songs. Six songs, and then obviously the end one goes on for Forever. a long time. Yeah, it goes on for a while. But the first two songs on that album, like, I just really enjoyed it. I think that's... Yeah, I've got the same thing. I think it's Contiki and God's Gift, I think, the first two. God's Gift's a great song. Brilliant. Great couple of songs to start off the album. Asylum is good as well. Uh, the law, the last I've put the... So what did you... Wait a minute. Let's get into it. What did you give it? I would give that a 7 out of 10. Oh, I gave it a 7.5. Okay. Very close. Yep. Um, but I've put down about the, la- the last track. The long track is confusing, mm. right? It's, it's good, but it's confusing because it doesn't feel that it's one track. It feels that it's multiple tracks sort of... To put blend- together. Yeah. Is it even, like, I know, is it an album? Like well, a- it's got the length of an album. It's just six tracks. So, Yes. And I'll, I'll get. I find it odd. Yeah, and we'll talk about an album later on. But I enjoyed it. Like the first couple of tracks, when I put it on, I thought, oh, like great I mean, guitar, vocals, great. songwriting's great. Yeah. Um, some of their best stuff, I thought. Yeah, it was it was cracking. So look, you gave it a seven, and I gave it a seven and a half. So that is pretty good by our bar. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm pretty close. Yeah, I like. We're that. not going to be close now. Right. So this is the big one, obviously. What this did is... you give Reef? What did you give it? Gave it an eight. An eight? An eight. What, out of 40? <laughs> it was an eight out of ten, Les. Don't be a smart arse. Go oh. on. So I've got... No, you tell me... You tell me... What'd you give it? Because here's here's the lowest benchmark you've got. Yep. Is Ash yep. with Islands. Five out of ten. Right? Is it better or worse than Ash? It is worse than Ash. Away the... Oh. It's a three out of ten. A three out of ten? Oh, it's three out of ten. Any album that's got my sweet love, 
on it deserves to be three out of ten. You, you are you, horrible. You, I don't know what it's meant to be. Is it rock? Is it supposed to be a complete piss take of ACDC? But then the next track makes me feel like I'm in a country in Western Bar and I'm about to be vomited on by some hick billy um, <laughs> coming through the doors. And then the next song, it's supposed to, I don't actually know. Like I was just a bit, like I can't handle it. I'm angry. I, I, I can see that. You've, you've made me angry first thing in the morning. And you look angry. I was having and a really I'm sorry, but... I... I well, gee, I like Reef, as you've always known. I like all their albums. Yep. And um, to me, I, I really like. What about they had great songs? Don't go changing your mind. Provide just for your love. Lone, Lone Rider is a great song. Lone Rider. You know that my sweet love. So it's, we should talk about that. It's a, it's a duet with Cheryl Crow. Right. Why don't you like it? Because it's horrible. <laughs> Because it doesn't make sense to me, and I don't know what's doing on the album. And this is no distress, disrespect to Cheryl Crow. She's had a couple of great songs, and she's a lovely songwriter. I don't know what they were thinking. Oh. And I just don't. I don't. I don't. The voices. Feel... The voices clash a bit because obviously you've got his quite gritty, throaty, rocky Noise. voice. Yep. Yeah, and then you've got her sweet sort of singing, and they, they do clash a little bit. But when they when they Mind sing you, together, she did it a works. track with um, Kid Rock. Did she? Cheryl Crow, yeah, you have to listen to that. I can't remember what it's called. Right. Pictures of You. Okay. And, yeah, and it's kind of the same thing, but that's actually a better song, the Kid right. Rock one. I think the thing with me was, right, so we've been talking about Britpop albums, indie albums, and we're going back listen to all of these amazing albums, and even the new releases, you're like, go and listen to this, and off I run away and do my homework. And normally, apart from Ash, I've been really quite positive because I've been listening to some great bands writing great songs and I've enjoyed it. Yeah. It's been an amazing experience yeah. to go, oh, this one, this one. Then that, I, was, I don't know what this is. I don't know why I'm listening to this. And it's worth, worth it doesn't Ash. make, yeah, wow. because it doesn't make sense into the whole, what we've been reviewing, what we're talking about, is so far out of that. Oh, it's very different and that's why and I, I like it. I don't, yeah, well. I, that's what I really like about I'll the ne- album. I'll never, not, never put it There on is again. a couple of songs that for me are a bit meh. Uh, the Darling Be Home Soon, that's the one with the gospel singers. I mean, what is that? That's a bit unusual. That, well, and then How I Got Over is a bit... But apart from that, because what I did, I knew, because I think you messaged me in the week, and I can't remember the text, it was something like, kill me now, this is yeah. this is horrific. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe I've been too generous. So I went back and I listened to the album, yeah. and I had your little voice in my ears good, going, good. Mah, 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 mah. and so I went back and I went, No! No, I'm sticking to my guns. I like this album. It's something probably I'm going to play again. You are, are you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, like, I'll whack that on. Mm. Um, so, no, it's it's it stays, right? It's, so, you, it's, so you remain eight, 8 out of 10? Yeah, yeah, do. So you think that album's better than... Go on. Um, Ultrasound's album? Because. Whoa. Because. Uh, again, I, I like I like Roof. Uh, I mean, I like Ultrasound 2, but Ultrasound, I have six tracks, right? Reef, I have a full album of different tracks, different styles of music, and some, some really... I, I, songs I really like. It's good. Oh, man. 10 out of 10 for you to stick into your guns. Well done, thank Kevin. Thank you, thank you. Well done. I can't believe you gave it a three. So, yeah. can, we, can we get other people to listen to this album? Don't do it. I want... Is it a, th- a come on? It can't be a three. It's a three. I, so I thought to myself, maybe it's just me. Because then sometimes I wonder, my ratings are harsh. 
They are. I know oh, that quite harsh. Said about this oh, well, uh, oh. so then I did a bit of googling and I looked at reviews, right. and there is such a mixed bag. My favourite review was from a, a guy, a Scottish journalist, and he gave it one out of ten. What? So we a, might a, a one, one out of ten. Most people were giving it if it was like a five, like a two and a half to a three, pushing okay. it. Okay. Um, one out of ten. Some six. Like it wasn't good. There's not a great deal of. Right for that album. Okay, speaking of of bad reviews, <clears throat> next week, next episode. So you wanted to get past Reef, so you've done yes, that. Yes, please. Thank You're you. never going to listen to that. Yay! Again. Uh, but mm-hmm. next episode, you have Ian Brown, mm-hmm. which I know last time you were quite excited about. Very. Uh, so I've I've listened to it. I've got a rating, and uh, we'll come to that uh, in the next one. And uh, the good, the bad, and Queen. The good, the bad. So they're the, they're Ian your two Brown. pieces of homework okay. for next week. I can't wait. I act- Can you tell me what you've given Ian Brown no, today? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to break the format. But you normally tell me first. I do, I do. But I re- this, because this is quite personal to you, I want to. I want to yes. go the one, two, three. Oh, I, can, I can see I- what this is. This is revenge, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I can see what you're doing. Oh, well, you talk about reef like that. I'm totally going to smash <laughs> yeah, you. I'm just going to change my rating for next <laughs> week. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Ian Brown not been getting the, the best reviews, so it'd be interesting to see what you think yep. as, a, as a big fan of him and the Roses, uh, and the good, the bad, and the Queen. I probably still need another week because I've been banging on about this for weeks, and I still mm. can't land on a solid rating. So we'll see how we go next week. All right. Uh, what else have we got? Or I think we're done with albums. We are on Britpop One Liners. Britpop One Liners. Britpop One Liners. Oh, that was nice. Well, that's the jingle, isn't yeah. it? That's the jingle that no one else is... I need to... I'm not, maybe I'll snip it in. But, um, so it's me to ask you... Oh. You ready? Yep. And be nice. Uh, yeah, actually, do you know what? I'll give you three really good ones. Yep. Uh, blue Tones. Oh. <laughs> um, absolutely love the Blue Tones. Yep. Um, expecting to Fly... Is an amazing album. Yeah. Um, for me, one of my okay, Blue Tones, one of my favourite Britpop bands. Will never stop listening to them. Oh, love them. Okay. Would love to see new stuff. Would love to see them live. I've never seen them. Well, live. He's, he's done a lot of solo stuff. Um, following on from Blue Tones, which we, we should probably listen to actually, to be honest, and, and add to the list. But um, so, expecting to fly or return to the uh, last chance. Last chance. Like, oh, if I had to pick one of them, yeah. is that what you're asking? You do. Oh, we do. Oh, <laughs> you're hemorrhaging. What's going yeah, on? Because... <laughs> Your face is red. Right. Okay. I feel that in the ratings, I probably gave last chance a higher mark. I actually think. Oh God! Don't change your ratings. I'm not changing my ratings. I think I would have given it a higher. Right. So last chance to learn has more memories for me. So it's got a real personal. Connection. connection yeah. to it okay. right. but I do think Expecting to Fly is probably a better musical album right right now I can't remember what I've given them yeah but maybe maybe we should take that as homework oh, far out alright uh, both great albums oh they are they're and I reckon I gave very, them both high ratings yeah yeah and they're very different albums as well very different and I think the Last Chance Saloon sort of threw some people who were expecting something very similar to but they are, like, same as you I like both albums. I'm probably more connected to Last Chance Saloon. Same, and I'm and for yeah, I'm I'm more connected to it because it's just that we listened to it non. Got hammered, didn't it? Yeah. Got hammered. We listened to it non-stop. 
Um, as a friendship group, we all listened to it, and yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yep. But I think musically, it was very some of those well, songs. Yeah. All right, should we move on? Yes. Because... Thank you for that. It was really nice. <laughs> I love the blue tones. All right, let's. Well, this is you being nice is something we don't get to hear very often. Well, that's because you give me nonsense bands. All right, it? let's give you. I haven't asked you about this. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Manson. <gasps> You're giving me Manson. Yeah, because we haven't asked me yet, so I need, I need time to warm up for that one. Manson again. Attack of the Grey Lantern is a very um, special album to me. I know it's very much to you for personal reasons. I actually think that album is an amazing album. Yeah. Um, the Chad Who Loved Me oh. is an amazing song. Amazing. And Dark Mavis oh, that was the song that you oh, got me. You love that song. So Kevin, just so you know, Kevin bought the single Dark Mavis and he lent me it. And then I listened to it and I totally fell in love with it. Then I bought the album and that's how my knowledge of Manson started. Was that um, the, the acoustic version you had? Yeah, you loved that, oh, didn't you? because it's amazing. Yeah, okay. Go, everybody, if you can find it, the acoustic version of Dark Mavis, go and listen to it. It's yeah. incredible. I think that's how I converted you. So, yeah, um, awesome. Manson, Attack of the Great Lantern, great album. Mm-hmm. Not, didn't really move on to the move others. on to the others. All right, uh, one bands. one more. I'll give you another. Uh, oh, let's go this band. Let's go garbage. Oh, garbage. Are they Brit pop? Are they not? Oh, are they let's pop, open are up an hour long debate. But Look, Charlie Manson. That's it. Whether they're Brit pop or not, they're certainly an indie band in the nineties, right? I, and yeah. that's the purpose of what we yeah, want agree. to do. And they were a great band. Um, Garbage's first album, absolutely loved it. The song Milk is still one of my oh, favourite songs. Yeah. Like, I just think it's incredible. Um, I remember watching Top of the Pops and she sang um, I'm Only Happy When It Rains. Oh. And I was like, oh. Then I was like, this is interesting. This is a different type of band. Female lead singer. Like, it was, and to be on TV, yeah. loved it. Um, version 2.0, still a good album. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but. Yeah, I love garbage. Good. Good, good, good. Three good ones. Love that. And look how happy you are. Really what a am. difference. Oh, because normally, reef. Like, oh, God. <laughs> menswear. Oh. Oh, I don't know if I got wet menswear. God, we'll get tweets all day. Well. Too late. Right. Anything else before we get into this album? Um, no, let's talk about the album because I've... Oh. No, we'll talk about it. Talk about what the album is first, because I've got some information that's quite funny. All right, okay, cool. So this week's album at number 44. It took a while to get to this. A lot of homework and stuff. But number 44, Super Furry Animals, Fuzzy Logic. Let me ask you first. Yes. At the end of the Sleeper episode, and I dropped this album on you. Yeah. You gave a massive your face, big sigh, as if you weren't excited about listening to this album. How do you feel now after going through your homework and revisions and all this stuff? Um, a bit better. A bit better? It's grown on you? I think it's grown up well. Yes. I think it was because... Oh, God. <laughs> I've broke you, haven't I? No. <laughs> you did with Reef. Like, I feel like I'm, well, I'm really struggling. We need an alcohol. Well, I'm, to be honest, yeah, my love of music died a little bit too. So. <laughs> it's taken me a while to get back together. Um, I think because Super Furry Animals were never, like, one of my all-time favourites. Yeah. So I just think when you said it, because I was getting excited, thinking, "Oh, maybe it's," and we'd just done Sleeper, and I loved Sleeper, oh, and yeah. then I felt, "Oh, yeah. probably a tad deflated." If I'm honest, oh, ouch. I've got to be honest. Ouch. Okay. But then I went and listened to it. My first listen to it again, I think, because I had my back up, and I was just like, that. <laughs> "God." 
Um, and then I thought, because my, my favourite Super Furry Animal song is Demons, and it's on the... No, it's on the, the next album. Yeah, yeah, album. What's it called, Radiator? Yeah, it's off the, the Radiator album, yeah. It's so a great song, that one, actually. Great song. Yeah, okay. Um, and then I went back to listen to Fuzzy Logic, and obviously the main songs that are on it, the, yeah. the singles that are on it, yeah. it's actually not, not too bad an album in the end. Oh, gee boys. All right, well, let's get into the album, and then we'll figure out what you gave it, and then I'll talk, because it actually, it actually means a lot more to yeah, you than it does, it does to you. And that's, as we go through these charts, that's what's going to happen. You're going to like albums more than I do and vice versa, hence Can't wait podcast. for that day. It's coming. Um, so, uh, do you know what Fuzzy Logic is? I do! I was going to ask you the same do question. Do you have an example of what Fuzzy Logic is? Um, it's based on the observation that people make decisions based on... So you can't even read your own Non-numerical information, fuzzy models or sets are mathematic, mathematic means... Of representing vagueness, hence the term fuzzy. You butchered that. Right, can I tell you, can I give you an example of fuzzy logic? Okay. Okay, it's where... Reef's fuzzy logic. Oh, God. Is this what this is going to be? Yep. Right, uh, so fuzzy logic, an example of fuzzy logic is where things don't typically make sense, however they kind of, they, they work in a way, right? So an example is you're watching TV, your remote control stops working. What do you do? Take the batteries out the back, drop your hands... With the batteries, blowing them a bit, putting them back in, remote starts. I do that all again. the time. Why? It's not it's not scientifically proven to work, but it just works. So that's a, that's an example of fuzzy logic, oh. where we just do stuff. It doesn't really make sense, but somehow it does anyway. Right? It's like a double negative, like a positive negative kind of thing. All right, album cover. Yeah. What's the album cover, Leslie? Howard Marks. Who's he? He is a Welsh drug smuggler. Right. What do you know about him? He, that he smuggled drugs. That's it. Well, he was. He had a lot of relation. Well, he was apparently well dubbed Mister Nice. Yes, that's what okay. he called himself yeah, in yeah. his book. Yep. And he had lots of connections to like FBI, CIA. Like there was a lot more to him. Yeah. But if you um, <coughs> that book was huge. Yeah, it was huge. When I was backpacking, everyone had a copy of that yeah. book around. Yeah, I could always get my hands on it. Um, how many aliases did he have? Because that's what the album cover is. It's it's a uh, it's the like passport photos of Howard Marks in different disguises. How many aliases do you think he had? Well, hazard a guess at 10? 43. Jeez. 43, oh. apparently. And uh, there's 10 on the album cover. And I've got to say, it does look completely different in everything. Like, you wouldn't pick it's the same person. It's just got one of those faces that can, you know, disguise itself quite easily. Yeah. Um, did you know, sadly, he passed away? Oh, did he? Yeah, he passed away at the age of 70 due to cancer, which was really sad. So, um, all right, so the album itself uh, was released on the 20th of May, 1996. This is their debut album. Uh, Super Furries released two EPs before this, completely in Welsh. I'm going to give you what they were called. Uh, can you please have a go at them? Right? Okay. You ready? Yep. Okay. There you go. If you can read that in bold, underlined. Sure. What's that say? Land fair plugging and got a chower and do a liberal sing gog gog gog. I think you owe every Welsh person an apology after that one. So yeah, we're pro- and that's pro- we're going to butcher some of this because uh, being Welsh, we're not Welsh. Uh, so their first EP, it's it's actually just it's in space is the name of the EP, but in Welsh, <laughs> it is the longest word I have ever seen. 
Um, the second EP was Moog Drug. That sounds Scottish as. Uh, which is, ba- it means bad smoke. That has God Show Me Magic on it, which is the kickoff to this album, yep. which is a belter. Uh, so what they follow- released the whole album in Welsh in 2000. Yeah, they did. Wang. Is that how I've, got, I've wrote it here somewhere? How Wang. Say it? Okay, let's, Wang. let's go. Okay. M-W-N-G. I'm sorry, all the Welsh people. How did you find there. that? I found it quite unusual to listen to. I found it Welsh. There you go. All right, okay, cool. Uh, so you talked about Radiator. It was released in 1997. It had demons on it. Great it, song. Great song. Went to number eight. Uh, so this one is from Creation, which is your boy Alan McGee. You're just going to leave that. I'm not yeah. going to pick on him anymore. <laughs> I didn't pick on him. I was giving him high praise. Oh, I think Such some... an achievement. Yeah, yeah. Don't go there again. <laughs> uh, the producer was Gorwell Owen in Super Furry Animals. Uh, Gorwell worked with the Super Furry Animals and Gorky's Signonic Minky. I've totally butchered Have that. you listened to them? No. That's your homework. Really? They're not They're. They're not bad. Okay. Have I said that? Is it min- Minky? Minchy? Yeah. I totally screwed that up. Uh, recorded at Rockfield Studios. That's where Bohemian Rhapsody was recorded. Is it? Have you seen the movie? Not yet. Oh, it's a great movie. Great movie. And they, there's a whole section of the movie which is where they create Bohemian Rhapsody in uh, Rockfield Studios, which is basically sort of this farmhouse. It's in the middle of nowhere. And uh, yeah, so it, go and see that movie. Well, actually, it's probably late now. Have I you think. been to Wales? When I was very young, we drove to Wales and we went in a mine. That's all I remember. Jeez. Like, but it was like they had the kids trains that they put you in and you go through like, yeah it was very pretty I remember yeah very very pretty I went a couple of years ago did you went Which... to Cardiff oh yeah um, went to, to Llandaff it's actually really beautiful little cathedral city sat in this nice pub had a fish finger sandwich and a pint I'm a so fish happy. finger sandwich amazing really it's my memory of Wales great I... memories anyway <laughs> <laughs> Great memories of Wales. <laughs> a fish finger sandwich and a beer. And the sun was out and I went to the cathedral. Nice. I went to Cardiff, it was nice. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to, I actually would yeah. love to go. Um, right, so it's, it's 12 tracks. It's 41 minutes. It's actually a very, very quick album, this one. 41 minutes. It got to number 23, right, in the charts. It was in the charts for 10 weeks. Now, it's a bit weird timing of this uh, because this was released two weeks after the it girl two weeks after so the charts we ran through in last week's episode doesn't quite move that much oh don't i get to sing you will oh don't worry don't worry okay. I've, I've, I've been said and we're gonna sing all right okay so i've got so a lot of these are going to be very similar to the last episode and i'll highlight to you which are the new uh singles or albums okay so we'll go albums first okay okay all right Albums didn't really change that much. So at number 10, you got Celine Dion, Falling Into You. Still there. Yeah, still in there. Uh, we talked about Mike and the Mechanics. We talked about the Hits album. Oh, yeah. Number nine. Take that, The Greatest Hits. New, and I doubt you're going to sing this one, is Soundgarden, Down on the Upside. No. Not Just no. Not going to sing that. Number six. Oh, you got just so excited. It's the Fugees with the score. Tell me about Lauren Hill. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, no. So you were so excited, so excited. So I went. She had a sore throat. Oh no! And she was sick. So like the DJ came on first to bu- like to big her up. She came on late, standard half past ten. Half past ten. I'm a grandma. I didn't get to bed till one a.m. Prodigy came on bang on half past nine. Yeah, bang. just too late as well. She comes on. She's not feeling well. 
So her voice was like really croaky, so she didn't sing a lot, and she got her backing singers to do a lot. Oh, no. Then all of the songs, she kind of um, like I don't know the way that they, I guess the way that they then had to do the like play the songs was slightly different, so the arrangement was all a bit different. Oh, no. So like one of my favourite Lauren Hill songs is X Factor, okay. and because she her and her vocals on that track are amazing, and I've been looking forward to see that oh. since I was seventeen years oh, old. Oh no. Um, Devastated, and she just couldn't really hit the notes, and she apologised loads, and then she tried to make up for it at the end. So she did kill me softly by nice. the fidgies at the end. Yeah, she did, and she tried, but it just yeah, not. Nah, it was oh, disappointing. No. I don't really. I you mean, can't blame her. She's she sick. can't blame her. Did she? Would she? Did she? Should she have cancelled it and rescheduled? Yeah, Potentially, that's... because I don't think that... You're stuck in two minds, aren't yeah, you? Because the people have travelled for it and they've, they've booked accommodation and they're really excited for it. So do you plough on through or do you cancel? She got slated. Like, I read reviews oh, in, the, no. in the paper the next day and she got hammered. Um, I read reviews of the gig in Brisbane, which was a couple of days before, yeah, yeah. and they were like, she just... It was amazing. Oh no! So I just think it was bad luck. Like if she and she kept saying, "Oh Sydney, you know, I'll come." If she comes back, you're in. I'm in. Right. Because I actually think it would be a great show. But yeah, that was a bit disappointing. Oh, that's really sad. You were so excited for yeah, that. Yeah, I was. Uh, but in other news, we have a couple of gigs coming up. We do. I'm so psyched. So I think is it next week or the week after? We'll go see the Orbital. The week after. So that I'm pumped. And then the week after that, Happy Mondays. Happy Mondays. Get brilliant. in. And actually, we don't have anything planned after that, so we probably need to look at some concerts down the line. Yeah, we do. Uh, so number five is your, your boys, Ash at 1977. Number four, What's the Story? Number three, Jagged Little Pill, just because it swears. Yep. Number two, brand new in, Oh. Everything Must Go by the Manics. Number Great two, album. it's a fantastic album. I hope we talk about that album. And number one is George Michael with Older, which you did get to sing last time. Well, I didn't. I think I sang fast love. I didn't sing older. True. Do you feel you're getting older? Something. What's that? Older, the song. It's a good album. I don't think I've ever listened to it, to be honest. Oh, you should. Uh, Yeah, okay. I don't Uh, know if you like it, but you should. So let's go into singles, because obviously there's a lot more in in the singles. Uh, We talked about number 10, Return of the Mac uh, by Mark Morrison. Don't go there. Number (laughs) 9, Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. I don't know what that is. I don't know. She's always banging about. Fast Love by George Michael. There's Nothing I Won't Do by JX, which Brilliant. you sang. Number six, The Only Thing That Looks Good On Me by Brian Adams. I don't think he sang that for some reason. Yeah, but he yeah. does. Yeah. Horrible. I'm not singing that. You won't sing this. Metallica, Until It Sleeps. Oh, do you like Metallica, though? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Enter Sandman. Yeah, of course. Nobody knows. Nothing else matters. I can play on the guitar. Can you? Yeah. That little riff. Ding, 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 ding. Cool. Cool. Uh, nobody knows by the Tony Rich Project. Number three, please sing this. Peter Andre, Mysterious Girl. <gasps> oh, wow, oh, wow. Mysterious Girl, I want to get close to you. My favourite Aussie. What? What do you Peter mean, favourite Aussie? Isn't he Australian? I don't know, is he? Did I make that up? I don't know. Is he British? I don't know. We're going to have to figure that one out. Is he Australian? Is he Australian? I don't know. Oh, we're going to have to. Why do I think he's Australian? Right. So you quickly. Can check... Can I just Google that? You can quickly check that, and I will run off the next one. Right. Yeah. Number two was Ooh, uh, just a little bit by Gina G. That was your <laughs> story about skiving. Oh, amazing! It wasn't skiving. I left a bit early. It's the same thing. Is it? Yeah. It wasn't a whole day. It was just a little bit early. 
How long, how early was it again? An hour. An hour to maybe lunchtime. No. I just never went back. Yeah, yeah ten a.m. I bet you no. tenner you didn't go straight to uh, the Virgin store either. You went and had a big walk around the town as well. A big walk around. <laughs> that would have taken me five minutes. <laughs> you would have done the high street. Number one is yeah, he- English dash Australian singer. Ah, he was born in London, but for some reason I think that the Aussies have taken him in. Why? Well, I don't know. He okay. just Yeah. Uh, number one, I really doubt you're going to sing this. Three lions. By the lightning seeds, but Dylan Skinner. There's no way. No chance you're going to sing no. that one. You didn't really get to sing that much. It's no. really sad. But this is this is this is the first time I've ever come across two albums being around the same time. So well, hopefully, I hope that doesn't happen again. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't happen again. It made me really sad. I love the singing, and the fact the only thing I've got to sing is "Mysterious Girl" by Peter <laughs> Andre, and I had to listen to Reef. I am not having a good week. Right, let's get on. So. Background of the, the sort of album. So Super Furries, uh, they're from Cardiff, which you said you've, you've been to. They mm-hmm. formed in 1993. The band, I think I'm going to butcher this, is Griff, uh, which is spelt differently. It's Riss. It's Hugh. Reese. Reese and Hugh. H-U-W. Okay, yep. Guto. Yep. Yep. Chian. Cian. Ian. Oh, I've butchered that. Let, let, let me see. Let, can you read that? Right, let's just. I've, I knew as soon as I wrote that, I'm gonna screw it up, and I apologise to everyone because that's embarrassing. You've, you've Dafford. Yeah, okay. That was. The, I hadn't got to that one yet. I knew how to say Reese, that. Guto, Hugh. That's it. Done. All right. Well done. Right. My pants. Um. All right. Good job, I'm here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh. So it used to have uh Reeseffins, the guy from Twin Town. Reese. Reese Evans, the guy from Twin Town. Do you, have you seen Twin Town? No. Used to be one of my favourite movies. You never seen it? No. Great movie. No. He. Do you know who we're talking about though? He's he's Hugh Grant's flatmate. Yeah, in he's Notting great. Hill. And the bad guy in the Amazing Spider-Man. I mean, seriously, that's, he's in a lot of movies. Actually. He's yeah, and he actually plays Howard Marks in the movie Mr. Nice, which I've never seen. Have you seen? No, that? I haven't actually. No, so he plays Howard Marks. Um, so all five bem- all five members uh, played in different sort of bands. Um, Griff. Uh, was in a band called Emily, which was semi-successful. They got signed to Creation for a brief bit. Apparently, when the group first formed, they were considered a techno act. Techno? Techno. Wow. I don't know. Weird. Some people are not good at genres. <laughs> is, that, is that us or someone else? Well, either I'll way, leave that open. Way. I'll leave that open. <laughs> uh, so now they also, it sort of evolved into that psychedelic and progressive Britpop sound that we all sort of know now. Did you know that the Super Furries recorded with Paul McCartney? Sir huh. Paul McCartney. Um, they met in, in the, the sort of bathroom at an awards ceremony and got chatting. And um, the album, it's a bit weird, to be honest. Um, how this all came about. So you've got the Super Furries, you've got Paul McCartney, and then there was Peter Blake. Right, so Peter Blake is this sort of he's a, an artist, but specifically he's he's really known for his work with album covers, right? So the most relevant for you album cover he has designed is the Stop the Clocks Best of Oasis album oh, cover. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So that's something he did. He's done a whole bunch of other stuff. So those three sort of get together. So Pete asked Paul McCartney to create something uh musical with a Liverpool spin to it for one of his exhibitions coming up, oh. right? So McCartney took samples from the Beatles, 
uh, albums. And they created, uh, and they took samples from Paul McCartney's Liverpool Arterio classical album. And they worked with Super Furry Animals and Youth to create Liverpool Sound College. Five tracks. And it's kind of electronica. It's, I need you Weird. to listen. To, it's, I'll listen it's, to that. It's very unusual. Uh, so Super Furry's worked with them on one song. Peter Blake 2000, it's 16 minutes. It's very weird until seven minutes when the beat kicks in and actually it's pretty enjoyable. If I was to compare it, it's a bit primal scream. Oh. Yeah, it's very... And we know how much you love them. Yeah, it's very, very unusual. Uh, Also, looking into Super Furries, they toured the UK with 5.1 surround sound in their gigs. Oh, wow. That's the first time I've ever sort of seen that. I don't think I've ever that would have seen... Been, that would have sounded brilliant. Would have been, yeah, because you would have had different sounds yeah. at different times. Um, the only part I have ever, ever seen that is, we just talked about the Orbital, is they did a DVD called the Altogether DVD, and it was produced in 5.1 surround sound. So you put the DVD in, and you've got surround sound, and there's little orbital noises coming through different yeah. speakers at different times. But I've never seen a gig being played in 5.1 surround sound. Have you? No. Never. The other thing about Super Furries, they've been recognised in the Welsh Parliament for their contributions to the Welsh culture. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. You want to expand on that or you just want to let me go? No, I just want to let you go. Cool, thank you. I think they deserve it, to be fair. Yeah, well, in the House of Commons uh, in June 2000, a member for Played Simro read the following. That this house congratulates the Super Furry Animals on their chart-topping new album, Moong. Notes that... Moong. What? I don't know. I just prefer Moong. I don't think that's... I don't think that's how you... sounds good, though. I think it's Moong. But anyway, notes that Moong is the best-selling Welsh-language album of all time and notes that the Welsh language is re-establishing itself as a central part of popular youth culture and that this album is a celebration of Welsh culture embracing the new wave of confidence in the Welsh nation. How good's that? Shall we do Google Translator and see what it actually pronounced like? You can, you can go for your life, right? So do you have, before we get into the singles um, and the, the ones that they released and the sort of videos, do you have anything else you want to add about the Super Furries? Yeah, I do. Go on. So, um, this particular album, so I was doing a bit of digging, so apparently... Um, people talked about this album being actually a reaction to Britpop. They didn't see it as Britpop. Oh, really? Yep. They actually said that the band felt it represented a conservative backward movement in music. This is what they said about Britpop. Oh. Now, I've heard this quote before, so I'm not necessarily sure if it was them or someone else. Okay. They spoke about the fact that they didn't know what they wanted the album to be, but as soon as they were in the studio, they felt they were making like a 70s rock album. Right. So I don't think it sounds particularly like that. But it is quite rocky. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I get that, actually, yeah. It got a lot of um, accolades, this album. Q listed it number 42 in the 50 British albums ever. Oh, wow. Which I think is huge. Okay. What, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, well, I think... You, well, look where it is in our charts. So we're on par. So um, look, this was, to me... I think it was more driven off the success of the singles that drive people to the album. Um because some of the songs that they've released are just amazing. And I'll get into that in a second. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I've got not? the pronunciation. Go on, try playing it. It's probably not going to work. See, I told you. It's not going to work. Go on. Mung. That's me. Yeah, you went mwang. Yeah. So it's mung. Mung. Boom. Mung. There you go. I'll... Apologies. Thank you, so Kevin. Right. So you can pronounce the names better and I can produce the... 
the album. Mung. Mung. All right, so let's get into the singles. Uh, so they start. They first released Hometown Unicorn on the 26th of Feb 1996. Did you watch any of the videos? No. Always do that, like, as if you're thinking about it and then you go... Because I'm thinking I did watch some videos, but they weren't... They weren't Super Furry related. Good. Mm. All right, awesome. Um, so the Hometown Unicorn... Video of a guy walking through the countryside, looking lost, stumbles into a studio. He looks like he's getting flashbacks while the band play around them. It's very retro looking. Do you know what the song's about? No. Okay, let me let me inform you, right? Thank so they, they, so they sing about this guy called Frank Fontaine, right, in the, in the song. So the song's about Frank Fontaine. He is from Paris, and in 1979, he was, on, in, uh, he was in a car on the way to a market, and apparently was beamed up to a UFO and disappeared for a whole week, right? And this was big news, right, about this guy disappearing, right? His friend later confessed it was a lie to get people talking about his upcoming book on aliens. Do about- you think he had just listened to the Reef album? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't quite take it. And just disappeared? Yeah, Just, because just- I thought about it. Anyway, sorry. Is this what you, you need to? You can't. I'll let it go. It's gone. It's, 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 Look, gone. it's gone. It's gone. Just like that guy. I'll just let it go. <laughs> I'm letting it go. Let it go. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So, apparently, this big thing in, in, in Paris and where, like, to be fair, how is it big news? Your mate disappears for a week, right? Comes back, tells you, got beamed up by aliens. If I said that to you, let's just, for example, say, you don't hear from me for a week. And, I, and then I, you're like, let's. It's not unusual. Where are you? <laughs> and I'm like, that, oh. Usually it's busy with work, but this time it's like, oh, I really need to talk to you about this. <laughs> um, you're like, okay. And I'm like, so I drive around to yours, pop in, right. sit down. Still physically able after this. Yeah, fine. fine. And I tell you that story. What do you do? Like, genuinely, what do you do? And I look like I mean it. Like, I'm not mucking about. You're deadpan serious. You've deadpan been, serious. For a week, you've been beamed up by aliens. Yep. Uh, I'd want the details. Yep. I would, I would grill you. I'd be like, first of all, Surprisingly, I would accept it quite easily. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, I take that as a compliment. Because, I don't know why I'd be like that. Because why would you say that? I'd be like that. All right. Okay. Yep. Uh, I've got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think with you, I'd accept it. I'd be like Yeah. Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd go, all right. It would explain a lot. Fair. Are you sure that's not happened already? Yeah. It's the third time. Jeez, you're really unlucky, Lil. Yeah, I know. Right. Oh, got a stitch. Oh, ow. Right. God Show Me Magic was released on the 29th of April, 1996. Great song. Great song. Great. Can't wait great to talk song. about that. Um, this is a great video. If, if And I'll post it, because I do like posting the videos, but this one... Very cool. So the band play in front a semicircle of doors in different colours. And at different times, people come through the doors and do one action. So maybe they'll walk to the front of the, the camera, forget where they were going, and then they'll walk off to another door. And then the, another door will open and someone will do another action. And then the first guy would repeat his action. And so all the band are playing and all these people are doing the same repeated motion but you're adding the complexity of someone else coming out of another door. It is visually stunning and a very, very cool video. Very cool. So uh, I absolutely... And the other thing was, this video had subtitles. 
It's not in Welsh. It's just subtitles, which I think is in case you want to sing along to the song. Oh, I like that. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, I'd like that. Um, can I tell you the weird thing about something for the weekend, which is a belter of a oh, song? Oh, yeah. First of July, 96. Can't find the video. Seriously? Seriously, can't find it. Usually videos are really easy to find. Maybe uh, there wasn't a video. I don't know, and this is where I'll put it out to the, to the listeners. Uh, if you know where the Something for the Weekend music video is, send it to me because I cannot find it, which is weird because it's such a big song, so I don't know what happened. Uh, and then the final uh, single was If You Don't Want Me To Destroy You. Great song as well. Amazing song. Released the 30th of September, 96. Uh, video is very psychedelic. The band uh, singing sing in a park, all wearing white suits, and they do things in reverse. Like the whole video is, is back to front. Uh, the funny thing about If You Don't Want Me To Destroy You, it was a, supposed to have a B-side song called The Man Don't Give A F. Great song. Great, okay. Can I talk about this song? All right, so let me... I've got a story. Oh, you've got a song? Yeah, do you not remember this? You remember the story. Oh. I'll trigger your... Because it's great. My memory, yeah, good. We were at school together, as you know. Uh Uh-huh. And we were friends with a couple of guys that were in a band. Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. So it was the end of school, as in we were leaving school, and there was a talent show. No. Do you not remember this? No, I don't. This is amazing. So... They were going to play... Now, I knew they were going to play so how old were this we? song. Oh, we'd have been 17... Leaving school. So last 17. year, 18. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I knew they were going to play that song. Oh, and I was God. like that. Mm. So then they got on the stage and it was about us all going our separate ways and all sorts. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they said, along the line, sort of, they dedicated it to a certain teacher who remained nameless. Oh, and said, this is for you. And then went straight into the man don't give up. Blah. Oh my God. And this, everybody sort of stood up, started like clapping. I don't remember that. Yep. Now, I can't remember if we're just about to leave school. It was halfway through the year, but it was our last year of school. They got hammered. Oh. I mean, it was okay in the end, but the whole, everybody was crying. Well, I mean, I... Oh couldn't breathe God. and when you're that age I mean you're saying the F word at school singing a song and they did a great cover of it yeah yeah they were a great band but um do you not remember that no I've got I've, I've got another memory of of something like that but it's not for this podcast so we'll, we'll talk about it after but um that's I can't believe that yeah. that's got to be detention that's a punishment it's got to be was that P2 is the big is the worst punishment exercise oh, like, you how would you know you never got any <laughs> I got a so, P two was the one. So it was, was that you had to get signed by your parents. All oh, right. Then okay. you had P one, which was just you got it. You had to do it. The P two you got signed by your mum and dad. No, so I had a P one from our English teacher. Oh wow, who you big know. deal. Do you know what my essay was? What? So this is, and it's genius by the teacher, but it's the most annoying thing you ever have to do. So he would give you a, a thousand word essay on the day in the life of a stapler. Right, so not lines, which is easy. You can fly easy. through lines, right? You would have to go home and sit and think about a day in the life of a stapler. That was my punishment, right? How do you get a thousand words out of that? Well, I'm, I'm pretty good at English. I've, I created a, a little. But this is the thing. So I created this Jeez. whole. I actually, I actually really. Oh no! Oh, we enjoyed it. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God, you enjoyed it. Right, so I, I like, I anyway. I liked English and I liked writing. Do you still have it? I'd love to read it. Maybe next well, maybe is, next episode. This is the killer, right? You spent this time crafting this and you go, he's going to love this. 
because it's really funny, it's really clever, I think it's really good. Get in the next morning, there you go, Mr. X, and he would literally not even look at it, scrumped it up, threw it in the bin. That's harsh. 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 And you were just like, I actually, I actually worked on that. Like, I, it's well, not that like- was your first mistake, because most people would have written their nail nonsense. You would have. Well, yeah, most people. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, right, so back to the, back to the anyway, actual song. Anyway, that was song. my song. Yeah. And I, when I hear that song, that's all it reminds me of. All right, so they were going to release this as a B-side. They couldn't clear the sample from Showbiz Kids by Steely Dan. So they changed it and it came out by itself. It had over 50 F-bombs in it. It didn't get played by anyone, obviously, but it still made number 22. In the UK charts. Yeah. And it's on the 20th anniversary of Fuzzy Logic, if you want to have a, a listen. But anyway, good song. All right. Uh, shall we get into the tracks? Yes. Feels like we've been talking for ages. It Gee does. Whiz. All right, so... Maybe coffees. Maybe it's the coffee. I we should stick to beer. <laughs> I reckon the listeners will be just sending us a six-pack in the post. <laughs> Send us a six-pack? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Uh, all right, so let's get into the songs. Uh, God Show Me Magic, we just talked about. Give me your thoughts on that. So I think it's a great track for a beginning album, for, for it's sure. A belter, right? Belt of a track. Um, What's it like? A minute forty or something like that. It's very. But short. it's just like in your face. Oh, straight And it's away. quite rocky. It's in your face. Yeah. Um, it gets you bopping. Yeah. Takes you. I don't know if it. It makes me think the album's going to go one way, but it doesn't necessarily follow through on that. Good point. Yeah, you think it's going to be much harder yeah. and rockier from that, and then it, it doesn't. You're absolutely right. So uh, we're definitely going to play God Show Me Magic. This is God Show Me Magic. It's a cracking start to the album. Do you think it's too short or do you think it's in and out before you know? No, I... Normally it's too short, but I think it's it's I ground. think it's supposed to be. I think it's meant to just be this like Internet. it's a bit like Blur's song too. Yeah. It's just like boom. Yeah, straight up. Slap in the face and you're like, whoa, what was that? And then move on. Okay. Number two is Fuzzy Birds. I've said it's alright. I don't like it. Oh jeez. Just well, just being honest. Yeah, okay. I don't think look, well, we're not gonna play that, luckily, because you apparently don't like it. I don't think it's that bad. But I think you're right. I think you go from this belter yeah. of a song into Fuzzy Buds and you sort of have to readjust how you listen or how you see the album. Yeah. Uh, so we won't play that. But I, I didn't think it was that bad. Now you get into something for the weekend. That's right. So I was just about to say that before you... So you go... This is where, this, this is where I think the album sometimes... You've got to listen to it a couple of times because you go like this. Boom. First track, right in your face. Yeah. And you go, oh. Yeah. And then you're a bit excited. Yeah. And then you hear the next one. Yeah. And you're like... Don't like that. <laughs> then something for the weekend, and you're like that. This is an amazing song. Then you come out of that. Oh, into frisbee, which we'll talk about in a second. So, let's talk about something for the weekend. Uh, so, something for the weekend sounds like this, and it's amazing. It's a belter. I had that on CD single. So I actually had... I think I had that on CD single. Yeah. If I'm honest. Yeah. I'm sure I did. But then, as you said, you go into Frisbee. See? I've gone... I've just put... I've tried to be nice. I've just gone, look, I'm not a massive fan of no. this one. It's okay, though. Yeah. 
All right, so let's. There's like a roller coaster. This album. Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird one, um, and 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 that's why we're still in the forties. I feel this. I was thinking about this on the on the way here today. This is why we are where we're at with the albums, because we've got songs that we like, yep. right, yep. within an album, and songs that we don't like, or you've got an album that is consistently good, right, and doesn't have those sort of great belters of songs. So I think that's where we're at in the in the charts, so to speak. Um, so Frisbee, not going to play that. Hometown Unicorn, definitely going to play this. Mm, why are you looking? At, I like this song. Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, play it. Uh, catchy as, really liked it, really fun, and it talks about our boy who got beamed up by aliens. Yeah. Right, so here we go. Here's Hometown Unicorn. <laughs> This is the one that, if you read any review of this album, Gathering Moss is the one that gets hit. I'm going to be up front. I like this song. Do you? Yep, I do. No. I do. I really... It sounds to me a bit blur-like. It gets a lot of hate, which I don't understand. I actually have no problems with this song whatsoever. You are looking at me like... No. I'm not sure I can ever take you seriously again after Reef. Oh... You said, I know, I need to get said, it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do. I'll take that back. Right. Okay, I'll rewind that. Blah, 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 blah. Gathering Moss. Oh, it's not my favourite song on the album, Kevin, but I'm glad you like it. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get into it if you don't want me to destroy oh, you. Oh, great song. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, let's play you that. If you don't want me to destroy you. I like I had this song single as well. I loved it. I played it non-stop. Your takeaway on that? What that song? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, great. Um, I is think it your I favorite have that song sing- on the album? Um, no, I think something for the weekend is. I I would probably I'd probably go this. I'd probably go if you don't want me to destroy you as as my favorite. Uh, Bad behavior. I don't mind this song. Yeah, I, to me it reminds me of of Supergrass. Whenever I sort of hear it, it has mm. that vibe to it. Um, it's a good song. I've said I like this. We're not going to play it, but again, it's all right. Mario Man. You, you can't shake your head. I don't like it, Kevin. I'm okay. sorry. I disagree. I like it, um, but we won't play that. Can we talk about Hanging with Howard Marks then? Yeah. So, this is a song that I struggle to know what I think about it. Can I, You have. I've put, I like this, seems to be growing on me just weird yeah see and this is the thing and it's it dep- it's such a mood song because I feel like sometimes if, if I'm playing the album and it's in the background then I'll go oh skip but then sometimes if I've got my headphones in so I'm paying more attention to it then I like it okay it's, it's, I can't... so it's where you are at the time for that song yeah I don't think it's a bad song okay um, but I don't yeah it's, it... alright well let's uh, play Hanging with Howard Marks Yeah, again, like every time I like, every time I hear it, I like it that little bit better. Mm. Um, all right, long gone. 
Again, really? No, I like Long Gone. Okay, well, say that you oh, like it instead of looking at me. I thought you were me. about to speak first. <laughs> no, um, I really like Long Gone. Me too. Great I've song, gone actually. Big fan of this. Yeah. Really like this song. So this is Long Gone. And the last song is For Now and Ever, which we'll play to take us out. Your thoughts? Um, not the song to end the album. Do you think it's long gone? I think it's long gone. I think it's long gone yeah, too. I'd yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, it's not it's not bad. No, no. But I think long gone, even if you just swap those two songs, yeah. long gone, you kind of you know you're at the end of the album. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because long gone kills my theory about the second last song not being good. It does. It you're does. absolutely right. Yeah, fair, fair call. Um... All right, so we talked about them charting. Uh, what do you think the reaction to the album was was fair in terms of the, the sort of response? It got I do. I think it got a good response. Yeah, exactly. Um, special connections for me are around the singles. Yeah. Like, and that was the days when you go in and you see the CDs all lined yeah. up. I remember hearing "If You Don't Want Me to Destroy You" and just playing that nonstop. Maybe changing it to two Unlimited" every now and again, and That's then back into. Yeah, into. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris Ria. You liked Chris Ria. Anyway, sorry. Hi. Apparently that was his mum's in the car. It's another... No, Chris Rio was mine. I have to admit. That was mine. If we were to do carpool karaoke in Kev's Micra, it would be uh, Simply, Simply Red, Red, then Chris, Chris Rio. Rio. <laughs> <laughs> you White know House what? family. I haven't attacked your music taste once <gasps> at that time. Yes, you have. Yours was horrible. You have. How many times? All right, fair enough. Eternal. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But that wasn't Kylie the worst. Jason. It was way worse like than what? those. Yeah. Meh. I'm not going to stoop to that level. I'm not going to stoop to that level. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so we talk about the reviews of the album. Yeah. All right. So the worst. Well, I like that, the reviews. Thank you. The worst that I could find uh, was a guy called Sick Boy, off Rate Your Music. Nothing special. Another Britpop band, but they are much better than Oasis and Suede. <gasps> Show Me the Magic is a great song, but the rest of the album is so ordinary. Britpop records with occasional success. Enough of these boring bands. I'm afraid Super Furry Animals are another one in the long stream. Oh, you're you're shaking with anger. Is it is it the Oasis bit? The whole thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. So, uh, yeah, he he put Oasis in there, obviously. So I wonder what bands he actually likes. Um, all right. So the rest were all positive. Um, Simon S. Off Rate Your Music. Indisputably, indisputably, a great album. Takes influences from all spheres of music and feeds them into the mixer. Very true. What emerges is as bizarre and colourful as just about anything from any of the great musical movements of the last 40 years. Big call. Too many great songs to choose a favourite. The musical equivalent of Viz, but the jokes never wear off. You loved Viz. <laughs> five out of five. I always used to buy Viz. Yeah, you did. I think it went until it, I think I bought it until it went above a pound. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Didn't you have that poster, that Skegness poster? Yeah, a few. Yeah. My mum did not like this. No. <laughs> no. Um, all right, so a couple of other ones. Dom Gurley of Drowned in Sound. Musically, there were traces of Hawkind. Do you know who they are? No, I mean, yeah. Uh, and Otekra? No, Just okay. Just it up. The Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. Wire I can see that. And ACDC. But that's just on ACDC, one. I can see. And that's just on side one. But more importantly, when combined, this was a sound of the future. A perfect record encapsulating a time and place that was anything but perfect. 
18 years of conservative rule was about to come to an end, but it was still bleak. Thatcher's legacy of consumerism and greed ruled, and a change of the office in Downing Street wouldn't change that. Wouldn't change that. This was the sound of protest through the medium of music, albeit in a very different context. Even now, fuzzy logic hasn't dated and certainly doesn't sound as though it was made 20 years ago. I'd say that's true. Okay. I don't I think it's aged well. You think it's aged well? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Anna of Amazon, I suppose there is nothing on earth entirely perfect and everything must have a flaw, however small. The only flaw I can find with this album is that it finishes too soon. 41 minutes. Beautiful melodies played under the most tragically heartbreaking of lyrics sung in a voice that sounds the oral equivalent of a kicked puppy. Oh, God. From gathering moss with its sublime loneliness and depth of feeling to the throwaway fun of bad behaviour and hanging with Howard Marks. The tunes drift along dreamily, settling into your subconscious as if it had always been there. It's not fair to give SFA comparisons to punk, pop or Dylan. They're a beautifully anarchic folk band who, somewhere along the lines, were handed guitars. We can only be thankful for that. Did you write that? No. Are you Anna from Amazon? <laughs> what made What made you think it? What? Why? Because of you, you were lighting up when you read it. I thought there was a tear in the corner of your really, eye. Oh, I thought it was really well read. Did your English teacher give you this as a punishment exercise? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, Kevin is Anna from Amazon. Oh, gee whiz! I thought it was my. No, I know. It's because I thought you wrote it. Alright, so what do we think of it now? Do you remember what you gave this album? Oh, I'd say I gave it 7. 6.5? There you go! Yay! You're one of your favourite 6.5s back in there. I gave it a 7. Do you want to change the rating? I might give it a 7. You might give it a 7. I think I'm happy with a 7 as well. Yeah, it's not better than that. 6.5 to 7. Alright. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's I, I don't think I would drop to the six point five by a lock in the seven. So I think the fact that both me and you are on the seven is whew, pretty The good. fact that I'm half a mark lower than you knows I've done it right. Yeah. Right. That's my bench. What did Kevin think? Half a mark down <laughs> yeah. and we're okay. Have you ever seen them live? No. I've never seen them live either. No, I haven't. Um I would go and see them. I actually watched them live this morning. Um yeah. On, just on, on, the, on, on YouTube, the tubes, yeah, yeah, because so, I was uh, thinking about um, that the man don't give an F up, and I was like, it wasn't on an album, and I was trying to figure it out, yeah. And then because I do love demons, I had a look, and oh, so yeah, then yeah. they've got there's like a little live reel of them oh, on nice. YouTube, um, and I really enjoyed it actually. So I would go and see them live. I would too. Absolutely. Well, where are they now, Kev? Uh, so they are not touring, but apparently they're working on a new album. Oh, yeah, which is good. Uh, they are on Twitter at SuperFurry and they have a very, very cool website. Like it's, it's SuperFurry.com and it's, it's very, very cool. Like it's very, it's, you know, the cover to the Radiator album? Yep. It's very similar oh, yeah. to that. It's been very sleekly designed. Uh, so yeah, not touring. Where to buy the album? You can buy the original for about two quid, bargain, or you can buy the 20th anniversary special, which has 47 songs on it. Gee, what else is on it? Oh, it's got all the B-sides. It's got the oh, man cool. don't give up. It's, it's heaps. That would be worth songs, a buy. It's £10 off Amazon. Buy it. Go buy and it. buy that, everyone. Go and buy it. Uh, they're on Spotify as well. And we're done. We are done. Is there anything else you want to add about the Super Furries before I tell you what number 43 is? Yes, please. Oh. So I would just like to say <laughs> that I... Um, I guess I regret... My initial reaction to the album oh, last week. Is this an apology? No. 
what would I apologise for? This is more to myself. I think my instant reaction was one of, oh, like I felt a bit disappointed because we'd just come off the highest sleeper. Oh, you're true, okay. But having dug into them more, done the research around them, yeah, yeah. and like the contribution to Welsh music, the yeah, fact yeah. that they do sing in Welsh and write songs in Welsh, like I have the utmost respect for that. Yep. Um, because I just think that keeping your heritage alive is an amazing thing, so I give them 10 out of 10 for that. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, I think their songs are very cleverly written. They're mm-hmm. very witty. Mm-hmm. I think they're obviously very intelligent musicians, mm-hmm. and when they write a good song, they write a cracking song. So I've actually really enjoyed this. Oh, wow! That was really nice. Yeah. All right, I hope that we keep this going for the next album. Right, so number 43. Can I guess? No, because you're always way off and you... you... Supergrass. You always say that! <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. No, you can't keep guessing nah, the okay. same bloody band. So, let me give you the caveat of this one. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's not that... Like, so, I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be okay. okay. All right, so relax a bit. Right. But this is an album that means a lot to me that I like... Again, this spreadsheet, I swear, is what? rigged. Well, stop giving everything a five okay, and you might cool. right. get a chance. But, so, um, right, let me just tell you. Next week, number 43. And a no, lot no, of... why does it mean something to you? Because then maybe that might trigger mine. Uh, because not a lot of people like this. Well, actually, no. This band never sort of reached the peaks I thought they deserved to be. Okay. Uh, I thought they wrote some beautiful songs. And so they had two albums. We were going to cover one of them. And I don't think they either album got the credit that it deserved. And we'll talk about it in this episode because I really want to delve into yep. why. Because uh, to me, they were always a big band. But then looking retrospectively, they weren't, mm. uh, which is really disappointing. So I think they wrote one of the most beautiful songs of the era. Whoa. Big call. Big call. Big call. But I'll tell you who it is. Who? It's Audio Web. Right. I'm actually happy with Audio Web. Audio Web, and it's, they've got two albums. They've got their original album, and they have Fireworks City. Which one do you think it is? The song? No, 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 the albums. Which the, So they had two albums. They had the original one, and then they had uh, Fireworks City. The one with Policeman Skank on it. Fireworks City. Fireworks City is correct. Because the other one's Bank Robber, isn't it? Correct. Mm. Uh, and Fireworks City has... Feeling. Personal feeling. Personal feeling. That is an amazing song. Thank you. Thank you, thank that you. That is thank one you. of my... Yes, I agree with you. One of my favourite songs of the year. Oh, I'm so happy that you agree with Boom. me. Boom. Boom. Bang. Can't believe oh, it. Oh, we actually agree. So if I, I did a top 20 songs of the Britpop era, that would be in it for sure. For sure. I absolutely But I'll tell you it. what, when we talk about Audio Web, you're going to be very, very surprised at how... Uh, how... Poorly, that song was received. Personal feeling, really? Yeah, it didn't do very well, and this is what I I can't wait to delve into with you. It's in the Stay Young Morning After Glow Bucket. Oh, yeah. Bang, that would be a hell of a playlist. But it is. Yeah, you're right. It's the ones that we kind of love. Songs that didn't quite make it, but we love. In my head, that fits in there. You are bang on with that one. So next week, number 43, Audio Web, Fireworks City. Are they Britpop? Are they Britpop? You know people are going to come at us for that, but... They are. But right. it's in that 90s indie Britpop era, yeah. so I feel comfortable with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy it's in there. And to be fair, you know, when we put the first list out, no one really had a, a go. They had a go at everything else, but these guys were okay. So that's all. I think we'll be all right. 
Uh, and I'm going to play a lot of music off that album. Yep. So I'm going to try and convert everyone as well. So, uh, all right. So our plugs, let's get out of here. Uh, at Britpop Banter uh, and Facebook as well. Email us at BritpopBanter at gmail.com. Any questions, feedback, memories? What do you think of the Super Furry Animals episode? What do you think of the, the episode coming up, which is Audio Web and Firework City? And... Uh, leave a review if you can please it really means a lot if we get some feedback from you and again thank you for all the the support that you guys have given us so um, anything else that's all from me (laughs) alright take care everyone see you later Bye. bye